Welcome to the Shit Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Broder. Are you ready to shoot the shit? Part two, because one episode on alcohol, frankly, is just inadequate. Alcohol's not going away. It's here to stay. There's a lot to say. So if you haven't listened to the first episode on alcohol and your gut, from last week, please go back and listen to that first. This is going to be a little bit more in depth. I will repeat some of the info, apologies in advance, but going a little bit more in depth, talking more about foods, specific things you should do. And frankly, I give you a day in the life of a hungover Liz Broder and what I do. So you drank too much, now what? Just before I get started, um, obviously, as you know, I'm a dietitian, but please keep in mind, none of this is preachy. I don't like people who preach or people know-it-alls as I was, we called them in my house growing up. Um, And first off, Robert Greene, if you're familiar with him, he wrote The Laws of Human Nature, The Art of Seduction and many other books, but no big deal. Perhaps you've heard of him. One of the things I heard him say actually recently, um, I was listening to him on a podcast that I, I have read many of his books, but I was also listening to him on a podcast. He has a very soothing voice. And he was talking about how people who preach or people who tell you what to do are the epitome of an anti-seducer. So I take that very seriously. He wrote The Art of Seduction. It's fascinating. And nobody wants to be an anti-seducer. So once I heard that, I was like, you will never, ever preach. Not that I was doing it before, but now I'm very heavily aware of it. And if you are someone who preaches, Take this into account. That's that you're an anti-seducer. So stop preaching to people. Stop telling people what to do. Stop acting like you know everything. You don't. And I'm here to give advice based on science and personal experience. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you, but this is what works for me. I'm not preaching. It's not this is right. This is wrong. This is my advice. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to start with some shit talk as per usual. Last week I discussed how alcohol is inflammatory and specifically causes inflammation, I mean, everywhere, but especially in the GI tract. And with this, with an inflamed GI tract, oftentimes we see diarrhea. So alcohol is dehydrating, diarrhea is dehydrating. When you're drinking and you have the runs, talk about a fucking shit storm. (laughs) I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Okay, but the point is you're gonna be super dehydrated. So first way, what to do when you have diarrhea due, well, due to any reason, but specifically right now I'm talking about a hangover. But so in clinical dietetics, we have what we call the BRAT diet, B-R-A-T. It stands for bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Keep in mind, the rice and toast need to be white, white rice and white toast. They cannot be whole grain or multi-grain or brown rice or anything like that because whole grain has fiber, which normally is good. But when you have diarrhea, this can be aggravating to the GI tract. So when we're talking diarrhea and BRAT diet, We're talking white starches. So these foods are meant to slow transit time, help firm your stool, and help your body start to rehydrate by losing less fluids. Bananas are also rich in potassium, which also helps with fluid balance and getting yourself rehydrated. So these foods, banana, white rice, applesauce, and white toast are bland. They're supposed to be non-aggravating to the GI tract. And one really important thing to note, please do not substitute apples for applesauce. It's very different. Apples... Not only are apples kind of rough, which can hurt coming out, um, they're high in fiber. And we don't want that here. That defeats the purpose. Epic mistake. 
don't do it. I actually was talking to a dietitian friend once. I'll never forget this. It was like, at this point, it was like a few years ago, we were walking and she was advising someone on the brat diet and was talking apples. And she kept, she kept saying apples, apples. And I'm like, you do know it's not apples. It's applesauce, right? Like that's, you, you can't advise someone with diarrhea to eat apples. And she was like, oh my God, I can't believe that. It was such a dumb mistake. Thank you so much. And it was just a moment. And And funny that I'm sharing that story after talking about not preaching and being the anti-seducer. I wasn't being an anti-seducer in that situation. I was just helping her because her patient wasn't getting better and they were uncomfortable. So we were able to nail down the issue, but important applesauce, not apples. Now let's talk my routine. Assuming you don't have the runs. First thing, hydration. I wake up, I'm hungover. My first thing, electrolytes. I fly into the kitchen like a bat out of hell and I pound water. I'm kidding. If you know me personally, or if you've been listening, you know, I don't fly into the kitchen because I already have water by the bed, a bottle with electrolytes prepped and ready before I even go out. That's taken care of. That's last week's business. This is done well in advance. I don't have to think about it when I come home drunk. I don't have to think about it the next morning when I'm hungover. That shit's done, taken care of, ready to go. So I don't fly anywhere. I open my eyes like a goddamn sloth. I grab my bottle of electrolytes, minimal effort. James Clear, make it obvious, make it easy when you're trying to start a new habit. That is an obvious, easy thing. It's done, it's next to the bed, minimal effort, you're there. And anyone who's listened to any of my episodes thus far knows I'm obsessed with water. So when you're drinking or hungover, your body dehydrates even faster and you need more water. In a perfect world, you're drinking water and hydrating before you even consume alcohol. Then you're drinking water in between each alcoholic beverage, and then obviously drinking water after and immediately upon waking. Enhance that shit. Get those electrolytes in there. Electrolytes get depleted faster when you're drinking alcohol because some are cofactors in alcohol metabolism, meaning some are needed to help your body metabolize alcohol. So they're going to deplete faster when your body's metabolizing alcohol. The second is you're peeing more due to alcohol inhibiting ADH, which is anti-diuretic hormone. So between the fluid loss and alcohol metabolism, you're using, you're losing electrolytes much more quickly. That said, for electrolytes, there's three things I will discuss. Pedialyte, Gatorade, and Peak, the BT skin packets, which I have mentioned several times. So Pedialyte. I like Pedialyte because it has less sugar and more electrolytes than Gatorade. It's got nine grams of sugar per 12 ounces, whereas Gatorade has 36 grams per 12 ounces. Pedialyte is my top choice. If you feel like death, hit the Pedialyte. Gatorade is not a bad option, but like I said, it has more sugar than Pedialyte and less electrolytes. So it's not a bad option, but you are going to get more of the added sugars and you're not going to get as many electrolytes in a lot of instances. Some of the Gatorades these days are different, um, but most of them, what I was comparing, have less than less electrolytes than Pedialyte. And the third option, the Peak BT Skin Packets, those I like, they actually have magnesium. So Pedialyte and Gatorade only have sodium, potassium, zinc, and chloride. They lack magnesium. I will say though, Peak does not have zinc. It has no added sugar. It's just, it's flavored. It's a yuzu fruit. It's really light and delicious, but it doesn't have calories or sugar. So depending on what's available and your level of hydration, you know, that's, this is, these are the three I would say choosing. My top choice would be PD light if you're really in a bad situation. So I don't, I personally don't want added sugar and I would always choose the peak skin packets. 
and I'm calling them skin packets because they it has things to help with skin hydration, but it just happens to have a really decent content of electrolytes. That's what I'm always going to choose. But if I'm super hungover, I'm choosing Pedialyte over Gatorade. If I'm like super slow to start the day, I'm fine. I'm at 80%. I'm going to choose the peak tea. If I'm at like 75 or less, I'm grabbing the Pedialyte because it's more complete. And I will say, so Pedialyte does have nine grams of sugar for 12 ounces. It's added sugar. I don't want added sugar. Reminder, no more than 25 grams of added sugar per day is what's recommended. And most people are having a hundred. So definitely an area for improvement for most human beings. I don't want added sugar, but I will say, I do believe that sugar is helpful when your body is processing alcohol and working in overdrive. The sugar provides quick energy for your body that it desperately needs while it's just like working its ass off. So it's typically avoid added sugars. If I'm super hungover, like I said, if I feel like I'm like 75% or less, I reach for the Pedialyte and those sugars I really do find to give me an added boost that I feel I need. And since we're talking bevies, I wanted to mention coconut water because that gets a rep as a hangover cure. And I actually used to work for Vita Coco. Um, and we did a lot of like, you know, have it the next day, but good for the hangover, yada, yada. Um, it's not bad for your hangover, but I will say it's highest in potassium. It doesn't have that much of the other electrolytes. So it's not bad, but it's not my top pick for hangover. I would choose Pedialyte or Gatorade be- long before Vita Coco. But, you know, if that's all you have access to, definitely something that's going to help you rehydrate. So reach for it. Now we move on. So after I start flooding my body with electrolytes, I assess the damage. If I'm at 75% or less, I will probably eat sooner rather than later. If I'm above 75%, I'm basically fine and I'm going to get my ass moving. But let's say I'm like 70%. I'm less than 75 here. I want to start popping glutathione. I never take supplements on an empty stomach unless specifically instructed to. So if I want to start glutathione, I need to eat breakfast. My ideal hangover breakfast is something like eggs, avocado, tomato with some melon or avocado toast with egg on top, some apricot, melon, or kiwi. I also like to add in some sort of fermented food like sauerkraut on top. It's good for the gut. And if you remember from last episode, Alcohol wreaks havoc on the gut. It's going to cause an imbalance in your gut microbiota. So rebalancing with these fermented foods that are supportive to the gut microbiome is really important. The reason I emphasize eggs, eggs contain cysteine. That's part of, you may remember from last week, NAC and acetylcysteine. Remember it's pronounced NAC, not NAC, like that fucking idiot. (laughs) Eggs have cysteine. And cysteine is a part of N-acetylcysteine. That helps clear toxins. It's going to help your body get rid of the alcohol. Eggs also contain some B vitamins, which deplete faster with alcohol consumption. So eggs, really important, replenishing some of the nutrients lost. Avocados I like because they're rich in potassium, They're also which helps with hydration. They're also bland, so they won't upset the stomach. And they are hydrating with all that potassium. Tomatoes. Another good one to add in, they are rich in potassium and sodium. So two electrolytes there. And then I mentioned cantaloupe, which is hydrating, apricot, rich in potassium. And you definitely at this point right about now are lacking in electrolytes. So getting that fruit with the electrolytes, also natural source of sugar, going to help the body, quick energy. 
which I like. I mentioned kiwis. Kiwis are rich in vitamin C and magnesium. Vitamin C helps reduce oxidative stress, which as we know, alcohol causes a shit ton of. And magnesium is a mineral and electrolyte, which is more quickly depleted with alcohol metabolism. So I like the eggs. I like the avocado. I like the tomato. And then looking for a potassium rich or vitamin C rich fruit, cantaloupe or apricot or kiwi. Also banana. Obviously I've mentioned that. Um, Banana high in potassium, good for diarrhea. That also would go well here as well. So I have breakfast. Then I pop some NAC. NAC, as a reminder, is N-acetylcysteine, a precursor to glutathione. That helps the body clear. It's like the body's master antioxidant. It helps clear alcohol faster. I also pop milk thistle, which is used for liver detox. And I'm also going to pop some turmeric, which is anti-inflammatory. Those are my three go-to supplements on a hangover as fuck day. After I eat, if I still feel like I got hit by a bus, I will try the cold exposure I mentioned last week, 90 seconds in a cold shower. So brief reminder, this fuels adrenaline, which will help increase your heart rate, which helps your body clear alcohol faster because it's just going to speed everything up. It's not a guarantee. It may work better for some than others. I can tell you personally, I've only been so hungover that I needed to do do that one time. I don't know if it really helped. Uh, I would say it was refreshing and felt good. I can't sit here and say, oh, you know, my hangover got so much better once I got out of the shower, but it definitely didn't hurt. So if I'm really in a bad position, I'll, I'll jump in that 90 second super cold shower. Next, I'm moving my goddamn body. Fresh air a distraction, rev up the system, another way to increase the heart rate a bit, get that alcohol cleared the fuck out. And don't forget to hydrate while you're moving. Bring your water, bring your electrolytes. You're already dehydrated. That's This is where sometimes there's debate. So some people like to sweat it out. And I, I hear that. I personally like to get moving. I think that helps. We just talked about up the adrenaline, up the heart rate, clear it faster. But if you're really in bad shape and you're extremely dehydrated, you really need to work on rehydrating before you start sweating more because then you could just get super lightheaded. You could get the shakes. It's not always good. So definitely, like I said, the first thing I do is I'm working on rehydrating. So if you feel you've done a decent job of rehydrating, you've gotten some electrolytes in there and you've eaten and you feel decent, go, go move your body. But I wouldn't recommend waking up and running a mile. Like I just... Start to rehydrate first. Now, I find after hydrating, moving, eating, and cold showering, if it really comes to that, I personally am back in business. If it's a weekend or a day when you have time to nap, take a nap. Sleep as much as you can. Alcohol disrupts sleep whether you recognize it or not. We know this from a gazillion studies. And we also know sleep is restorative. So you need it now more than ever. And you've gotten shittier than usual sleep whether you're aware of it or not. So sleep if you can nap if you can, and of course, keep hydrating. When we're talking lunch and dinner on a hangover day. So I try to prioritize foods rich in vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, things that are going to help support my body, reduce inflammation, and reduce the oxidative stress that has taken hold on my body. So for example, something like a sweet potato is rich in potassium, good for hydration. You also get some vitamins and minerals in there. Cucumbers are super hydrating. Spinach is a very nutrient-dense food. Dark leafy greens are high in magnesium, as are almonds. Magnesium, like I mentioned previously, something that gets depleted with alcohol metabolism. So as discussed, 
you know, the things I just mentioned are nutrient dense foods and things your body is going to require more of than usual. That's why I picked them. A big salad with lots of veggies is a great idea in this scenario. And can I just mention, you might think I'm crazy, but back in the day, I got a Vitamix. That was like the one thing I registered for when I got married that I cared about. I didn't care about any of the nonsense they make you register for. I wanted a Vitamix. I got it. I used it every single day. I had a green juice. And basically when I mean juice, I did not juice it. Juicing is just sugar. We don't juice here. You put everything in the Vitamix and you put it in until it's a juice consistency. That's the beauty of a Vitamix. But I made one every morning. I found when I did a green juice like that every morning, I experienced, I'm not kidding, zero hangover symptoms. I had things like, I don't remember exactly. I didn't have like a specific recipe, but it was like celery, cucumber, maybe some kale or spinach. I definitely was big on ginger and lemon. I'd have water and then Vitamix the shit out of it, get it to that juice consistency. Skin is on, so you're getting all the nutrients and fiber from the veggies. Leave your veggies whole. And again, I don't know if it was the amount of nutrients in my body and just that they never depleted or just my body was just in such great, I don't want to say shape because I'm not even talking about physicality. I'm just talking about like the nutrient stores. But I swear to God, I never had a hangover. I did that every day for several months and we drank most weekends, not necessarily, you know, inappropriate amounts of alcohol, but I was definitely drinking regularly. And I mean, not once did it throw me off balance. So something to consider. I find with that too, it's like, if I'm saying that people are probably like, well, why don't you do that now? Good question. It's all about habits and getting into it. Like anyone, I go in phases with things. Sometimes I'm really feeling the green juices. I get into the habit. I do it every day. I love it. I'm currently not in one of those things, but that's something that always stood out to me about that. I always loved that. Another thing I always encourage like I mentioned a little while ago, fermented foods like sauerkraut, we want to start rebalancing the gut and getting it back to 100. So if you have probiotics, take your probiotics, but fermented foods support good microbial population, things like kimchi, sauerkraut, fermented pickles, kefir, tempeh, which is fermented soybeans, um, even kombucha that's fermented. For some people after a night of drinking, that might sound disgusting though. So I don't know that's a personal thing. That's it's a, that's a polarizing drink in general, but if you like it, give it a go. Now, we also want solid sources of protein. Add that into your big salad. Salmon is a great idea. It's rich in B vitamins, which as we know are depleted with alcohol metabolism. Chicken is high in cysteine. Again, there's that NAC, N-acetylcysteine. It's going to help support that alcohol clearance. Now, I also want to mention collagen protein. Lots of that on the market, um, further food, vital proteins. You see them all over the place, those collagen peptides. It's a protein powder. Collagen has been shown to help repair the gut lining, which as we know from last week, needs special attention right now. Alcohol wreaks havoc on the gut. It can lead to things like leaky gut. So a collagen peptide smoothie is a very good answer when you're hungover because it not only is going to provide protein and nutrients, it's going to help with that gut. So if you want to add that in, go for it. I think that's a great idea. I also have to mention caffeine. Please remember people, caffeine is a diuretic, which means it makes you pee and it will further dehydrate you. If you must drink it, fine. Don't go overboard. If you can skip it, I recommend skipping it and drinking water instead. Instead of coffee though, may I recommend matcha? Very high in antioxidants. Matcha has three times as many antioxidants as normal green tea. And it's been compared to coffee because it can provide that focus and mental clarity people find from coffee due to the L-theanin content, but it does not provide the jitters that coffee promotes. And especially when you're hungover, those jitters just, it, it, no, 
no thank you. So caffeine, fine if you have to, but remember it will further dehydrate you. So I don't encourage it. And matcha instead, if you can. And then of course, how do I close out this goddamn hangover day? Early to bed early to bed. Get the fuck to bed. We don't do hair of the dog over here. We don't start drinking again. We No, we already talked about that. That prolongs the hangover. Then you're going to feel even worse the next day. Don't do it. Sleep, hydrate, eat your protein, eat your veggies. Now, summarizing your action plan. So a day, a hungover day in the life of Liz Broder. After drinking, top priorities. One, rehydrating. Two, reducing inflammation which we find with some of the supplements I mentioned, but also foods high in antioxidants, vitamins, minerals. And priority number three, rebalancing your gut microbiome, probiotics, probiotic foods, like the fermented foods, very important. Flood your body with vitamins, with minerals, with antioxidants, all the good stuff. It is depleted. It's working on overdrive and you need to support it. Your organs are lagging. They're tired. And you have to remember, when you drink alcohol, your body is now top priority, number one, clearing the alcohol. So it's sidetracked. Your brain, your liver, your kidneys, every organ doesn't get to focus on its usual jobs. That is really the main purpose there. So now it's all they all have to divert their attention to alcohol. Some of them may even have to do jobs of other organs while the other organ is taking care of the alcohol. Everything's in overdrive. It, it like Think of it like that. It's chaos. So... Supporting your body with optimal hydration and electrolytes and nutrients are going to help, of course, bring down inflammation, but just help smooth everything over, support those organs, give them what they need to, I mean, I'm not going to say thrive, but to get through this shitty fucking day and, you know, make no mistake, your body is cursing you right now. That's the, that's the hardest thing. Like drinking's fun. We do it. Then we wake up the next day, we're like, I'm never drinking again. Oh my God. I feel terrible. God, why did I do that to myself? And then seven days later, we do it again. Like I, I again, not, not a preacher here because I do that shit too. I will say I do it a lot less now than I did back in the day, but it's just another really important thing that sounds obvious, but I think a lot of people actually don't really know about themselves or don't take it into consideration. Know your cutoffs. So no, I, tomorrow, if I have three drinks, I'll be fine, but I'm not going to feel great. Tomorrow, if I have six drinks, I'm going to be in hell. Tomorrow, if I have eight drinks, I got to call out of work. Like, you know where your cutoffs are, and that can change with age. Like, I've recently had a change in that, so my cutoffs are now different than what they used to be. But I find that's really helpful, and then you can keep track. Um, you know, you don't need to write it down in a notebook. Keep a mental note. Oh, this is my third drink. I need to stop. It's a Tuesday. Big day work tomorrow. I'll be fine, but I can't have another one after this. So I find... Knowing that going into a night of drinking is very helpful, as is being hydrated. So, you know, that's what a hungover day for me looks like. I didn't mention Sadie. I will say she definitely helps expedite the hangover. We get up, we get moving, we go for a walk. I have her by my side. The emotional support that she provides me cannot be bought. So if you have a dog, that's good. That, that's another step. Throw that in. Add your dog in. And that's it. Don't go too crazy this weekend.